Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at hanging with apes then go to our website that's hangingwithapes.com you can sign up for our newsletter and you could check out our music that's also at uh hangingwithapes.com and audioapesmusic.com and youtube and google and apple and all that stuff audio apes we got some new music coming out pretty soon but that's a different story for a different day today's story is three different topics. We have to stop demonizing people. <laughs> that's that's one of the topics. Let's not demonize people. We're going to break into a, this uh, theory that's going on right now. Well, going around right now about a possible civil war here in the United States. Uh, the political polarization is pretty intense. And there's some people out there that think that that could possibly lead to a civil war. Uh, Don Lemon thinks we should stop demonizing people, but is there something about his rhetoric that might actually lead into a civil war? We'll get into that a little bit later. We're going to talk about a porn offer. Yes, one of us has received a porn offer. Not just kidding, but Iggy Azalea has received a porn offer and she's not too happy about it, but we're going to talk about how people are reacting and our thoughts on that whole situation and then we're going to talk about ariana grande's new song thank you next and you might be saying hanging with apes rx phonics kill cartoon you guys want to talk about an ariana grande song no we don't really want to talk about an ariana grande song but i came across this thread on reddit that brought up some very valid points about the on ariana grande song and her being on what they call the cock carousel. So we'll get into that. So Good Lord. Stay tuned if you want to hear about Ariana Grande and the cock carousel. But kicking it off, Civil War. Is it happening? Not the Marvel Civil War with right. Captain America and Iron Man and all those guys. We're talking about a real possible civil war. What do you think? Is it possible? You know, I don't I know I know we've yeah. briefly gone over this topic before in the past yeah. but Yeah, it's uh, a little bit more in depth. Yeah, like I, I feel right now especially with the well what was it? Cuz there was an article that was even talking about it which I I encourage people to check out. The title is Another Civil War: Pessimism about Political Violence Deepens in a Divided Nation. So Obviously, this is following the deadly synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh. The the this one I didn't hear too much about. I I, I mean, obviously, I heard a bit, but I don't know the exact details. The, the killing of the two African Americans in Kentucky, and then the explosive devices uh, that was sent to all like the Democrats and you know prominent Democrats that are critics of Trump. So this article was w- w- was put in place, and 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 they legitimately asked how how people feel and. 73% of Americans felt that the tone of the political debate does encourage violence. So, like, the way the right and the left are talking 
does encourage for a situation like that, which then makes people think, oh, you know, is a civil war really going to happen? I don't think, I don't think that, for me right now, as it currently stands, I don't think that, that there's a civil war that, that's, that's going to happen. But I, I, I do feel that it's becoming the fringe, the fringes of, of both sides have spoken and, and at times have, and, and this has pretty much been a violent, you know, occurrence. Mm-hmm. Now, now, obviously, like the way they they'll tell it in in, in in right now in the media is oh the right the right the right but let's not forget the the shooting the Dallas shooting with the the Black Lives Matter guy yeah when he was shooting at the police yeah then the congressional shooting yeah where which he was shot, like a Bernie Sanders sh- where he shot a uh, Steve Scalise yeah and, and to me it's, and that guy was a Bernie Sanders supporter yeah. yeah and you know I'm not gonna put that on Bernie Sanders I'm not gonna put that on Obama I'm not. Just like I'm not well, going to put... Yeah, it's not on them. Absolutely not. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I'm not going to put the the current situation on Trump either. Like, these are individuals who who are not right in the head. This is not... I've never heard Obama or Bernie or Trump talk about, oh, we got to bomb people and we got to go to war. So I don't feel that that... At least not people in your own country. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I don't feel that that that's uh, that we should accept that. I feel that yeah, the rhetoric has become a little bit more confrontational. But then we have to go back to to like the the beginning of Obama's era and and what what stuff was being put in place. Uh, what what type of what type of rhetoric? What, what 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 was being spoken in these colleges and this whole again this whole Black Lives Matter movement and, and and a lot of those situations like a lot of the stuff a lot of the intersectionality a lot of that that was off 2008 to 2016 mm-hmm. so it, it did create a, 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 a situation where where like this victimhood thing became a thing you know a kind of a big deal yeah where oh you know white privilege and all this this and that and 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 i mean from the beginning of this this podcast i remember we we called it because this was before trump before all that we we had you know started we got we got our stuff together and we were really kind of learning how to podcast and and one of our first episodes we said like there's going to be a point where white people will get tired yeah and then you saw a reaction and 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 i'm not saying that you know, if if your rhetoric is is uh is bad, th- then the other side's rhetoric could be just as bad. I'm not saying that that's an acceptable solution, but there's a cause and effect to these situations. So right now, I feel like it's gotten to the point where it's it's not healthy. Like there's situations that are happening that are not healthy, and 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 we do have to retract. But I don't think that these situations necessarily say that we're going to be in a civil war. Do, do you think? I don't see a civil war just yet or even in the somewhat near future. I don't see that. I do see things coming to a boiling point more so in terms of more brawls in the streets and stuff like that. Like we have seen videos of that. Like I don't see that stopping anytime soon. But I think the problem with that 
and what if it continues like what could eventually lead to like a possible civil war or like something you know very crazy in the realm of all of that is that we have stepped away as a nation from civil discourse drastically to the point where we don't even agree on what's factual anymore like yeah. we can't even agree on on the facts and that's crazy because i don't know if you've ever argued with somebody that you couldn't get a word in like you you you're making valid points and you're arguing but either you can't get a word in or any of the valid points that you're making are not being acknowledged yeah it's frustrating and to the point where if it's something that you truly deeply believe in and you're that frustrated because you can't you know have that discourse intellectually a lot of people do respond physically you know what yeah. I'm saying? And you have people that feel like their rights are being infringed upon or or at least they wanted to. Like now, I don't think many people feel like, you know, Hillary is coming after your guns because, well, Hillary's not in office. I don't think a lot of people feel like their their religious freedoms are being infringed upon because, you know, Trump's in office. Obviously, like certain cities, if they're more leftist than others, you might have some issues or whatever the case. Obviously, like here in Chicago, like the taxes is still an issue and stuff like that. So it's not like, you know, Trump being in office, everything everywhere is going to be conservative. That's not the case. And that's the other thing, too. Like in this free nation, you have the right to like roam about wherever you please. So if you're in a place that's not necessarily suitable for you and you can migrate to a different area you have that right to do so the issue is that people need to be able to civilly and respectfully disagree and civilly and respectfully respect others people's boundaries and their beliefs and this is funny because the other day I was watch I was uh browsing Hulu and I and I came across Pleasantville. Are you familiar with that movie? Yes, I've I don't think I've watched it, but yeah. It was a black and white movie that was kind of making fun of the American. Oh. Well, no, it, well, it, it it's part of it is in black and white. And essentially what it is is Toby Maguire, he's a uh, he's a high schooler and his sister Reese Witherspoon is a high schooler as well. And it's like they're high schoolers of like the modern era. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like from what I gather, their parents are divorced and you hear the mom at the beginning of the movie. Like Toby Maguire overhears his mom on the phone talking about it's the dad's turn to watch the kids because she wants to like go on like a trip with her boyfriend or whatever the case and I guess the dad is giving her grief and you know disagreeing about the whole situation and Toby Maguire is just like sitting down trying to just like enjoy his show you know like he's just trying to sit down and watch TV and enjoy his show which his show is Pleasantville a black and white show and yeah. it's a show that he's watching on a channel like I don't know if you remember Nick at Night where it's like it used yeah. to show like those old school shows like Happy Days and and all of that stuff, it was it's it's something along those lines. And so as as he's watching the show, <clears throat> yeah. 
and he, he overhears his mom like bickering back and forth with the dad and obviously like he feels like him and his sister are a burden to them because it's like neither one of them want to like be with them that weekend and yeah so it's like damn you know what i'm this this sucks he's he's uh you could tell that he's sort of like reminiscent of like a better time like a better time when like the family unit was more together and yeah. and everything like that and so the mom she's on the phone and everything like that so and anyway the as the mom leaves out of town and i guess like the kids have their house the house to themselves and then reese witherspoon who she's kind of like I don't know, like, I, I guess I would venture and use the word slut, like, she's kind of slutty, yeah. like, she's inviting this guy over, and she wants the living room, and Tobey Maguire is, like, waiting for this Pleasantville marathon to come on, which, like, you see that he really knows the show, like, he knows the trivia, he knows everything, yeah, and it's, it. like, it's a marathon coming out, he's, like, telling her, like, listen, I've been waiting, like, a year for this marathon, like, I want to watch this. So they go, they're fighting over the remote. The remote smashes against the wall and it breaks. They call a repairman. The repairman that com comes in is the guy from, uh, from, uh, what's, what's that old show? Uh, the, the Andy Griffith show, the, not Andy Griffith, but like his partner, I think in the name, I think his name is Don Knotts. So he comes in and obviously he's an old man, but it's funny because they're using that character, they're using that actor that was in one of those like black and white small town shows that Pleasantville represents. Was it the guy from Shameless? No. No, no, no. Okay. They look similar, but it's not him. Oh, the yeah. guy from Shameless is in the movie. Yeah. William H. Macy, but he's the dad in Pleasantville. Oh, okay. So, so the the Don Knotts comes. If I I believe that's his name, I, uh, but but I he's the guy from the Andy Griffith show. Like, so he comes in, and like he's he's like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna repair. And he comes like real quick, so he seems kind of like some sort of like mystical character, like the, with how like fast he gets there and all that shit. So he's there, and then as he's sitting down, they're talking. And he starts asking Tobey Maguire's character trivia about about the show and and like toby mcguire is able to answer all these questions and he realizes like okay and he like he kind of gives them this look like all right well he might be the one so he gives them he gives them the remote they they start fighting over the remote again. him and the sister again yeah. but this time they get teleported into the tv and boom they're in pleasantville yes so now what's funny about that is i say all of that to say that there are people that like the Pleasantville way of things, the old school family unit, conservative way of being, and 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 the 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 thing that I don't like about this this country at times, well, not that I don't like about the country because I love this country, that I don't like about the people in this country at times, is there's so many people that are so fickle in their own belief and their own beliefs are so malleable and not solid that seeing somebody that's content with another way of life makes them feel threatened about their own way of life. Yeah. And I've talked about this before. It's so funny to me that like when I go out with people and they're so upset at the fact that I don't drink, well, why is that upsetting to you? Why does like like what what's upsetting to you about that? The fact that I don't drink is upsetting to you because 
you feel part of you feels threatened by how I operate versus versus me. I don't feel threatened by how you operate. That's how you choose to live life. I find the benefits of doing things how I do it, just like the people in those small towns or that live a certain life feel the benefits of of however they operate. And there's there's bro, just take a shot, bro. And, 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 and there should be a level there should be a level of of respect mm-hmm. when it comes when it comes to how people operate but it but you see more and more that isn't the case yeah. and and like like we've talked about before like you know the whole gay bakeries and stuff like that or bakeries that 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 don't want to bake cakes for like gay people for their gay weddings why can't you respect that they don't want to like like there shouldn't yeah. be an issue with that and so that and i say all of that to say that all of that creates this huge divide and polarization that if people really just at times took a step back and recognized like hey you know what i should respect that like amber rose and and her slut walk and we're going to get to like some some topics like that a little bit later in the yeah. episode she ha- I acknowledge that she has the right to walk down the street naked. And I respect your right to do that. Now, in turn, I'd like you to respect my right to not want to marry you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like exactly. and 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 not and not say, oh, well, you're being judgmental if you don't want to marry her. Like, no, like I, I have the right to not want to marry you, just like you have the right to fucking like do whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. You have that right. So in a situation like that, I don't see like why me and somebody like Amber Rose can't have civil discourse if we respect one another. Like yeah. I, I feel like I could talk to you, even though I totally disagree with how you go about things and your your like general philosophy on life. I respect that you have the right to do that. Now, where we have a problem in this country is that you don't see that. You don't see people having the respect for one another. When a school gets shot up, they you want to blame all gun owners. You know what I'm saying? And that's not that's not right. That's not the case. When 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 um uh uh somebody shoots up or sends you know shoots up a synagogue or or sends bombs to CNN, you want to like Don Lemon. You want to say yeah. oh that all white men like you know well he didn't say well, he didn't me... say that all white men are a terrorist. Well. It was a terrible sentence just because it was such an oxy fucking moron. So, like, I'm just going to play because it's doing... Go ahead. It's terrible. Just listen, please. Ladies and gents, Don Lemon. We have to stop demonizing people and realize the biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized up to the right. I feel like Will Ferrell from Step Brothers. Are you fucking crazy? Do you realize how insane you sound? You need to be medicated. Like, like that's exactly that's what? exactly how I feel. Like, like when I hear that, that's so insane. But that's my point. That's exactly my point. And that's where, like, I revert back to the whole, the whole Pleasantville thing. Is there are some people? There are some families. There are some communities that they are predominantly white. They are conservative. They are gun toting. Bible thumping communities and they have the right to be that and you trying to demonize them 
which there's so many things wrong with his statement of like not just the racism but yeah. also the fucking we can't demonize people but then you proceed to demonize people yeah yeah it's just so far beyond me but that's my point is but see that's like pseudo like that shit you people fall for shit like that or let shit ride when when they're on their pseudo intellect like but I don't even think that's pseudo intellect. I think that's blatant stupidity. Like at least pseudo intellect does a <laughs> like somewhat of a job. Like paints a better like picture. hiding the ignorance. Yeah. like that is not even he's not even hiding it at that point. And see, to me, that's what was wrong leading up to to once the one side of the identity politics, which is oh we're victims, we're victims. That's what pushed the other side of identity politics to kind of come out of the woodworks was stuff like that this was what was being told like this is this was this is the norm like you know what i'm saying like when you start spewing the whole white privilege thing when you start spewing the whole oh well this is we're gonna have a chart of like from from the darkest to the whitest and who's who's on where when it comes to 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 the totem pole and this is why and this is why you're a victim or this is why this person's privileged, why this Latino that's darker than this Latino is, is is less privileged. And like when you start going into this route of like... It's a slippery slope. Yeah, it's a slippery slope, but then also like you're really creating enemies that don't exist. And and, and like, and, and again, like... <laughs> and, you're, and you're continuously enforcing these points that yes. need not need not be enforced and you, you further polarize people and and then that's when the, the problem is like obviously like you could spew all the bullshit you want but then there's a segment of people that start to buy into it and once they buy into it now they're invested in it and once they're invested in it it's hard to have civil discourse with people like that because they're too far gone they're too far invested in it yeah and and then that's when we have we have issues when the reality is philosophy, life, thoughts, ideas, it's a huge realm. It's a huge spectrum. We don't have to all agree. We don't. And, and we what, what's even more so beautiful about this country is that we shouldn't all have to agree to proceed in a in a in a proper manner. Like we mm -hmm. don't have to agree. You could be a raging whore. And like I could be like the most conservative fucking godly man. Under the guise of the Constitution, we still should both be able to proceed decently. The problem is, the problem is with whatever you want, you start to infringe and impede on my freedom, and whatever I want starts to infringe and impede on your freedom. Yeah. That's where we start to have a problem, and that's why things like taxes are always such a debate. Because, sure, free college, free health care, all of that. Where's it coming from? Exactly. And that's the thing. And then that's where, like, the, the conversation gets polarized. If there were, like, some sort of, like, mystical dollars that the government is able to just, like, poof without, obviously, dis like, making the inflation situation worse. If they were just able to do it and, like, pay for it. Well, shit, all, all the power to you. But it doesn't work like that. No. It's coming from somebody. So now, essentially, what you're saying is your free college or your free health care or your free whatever needs to come out of somebody's pockets. So now, because, you know, I'm not married. I don't have kids. I have a good job. I have, like you know, I have business stuff going on. Now, essentially, what you're saying is it needs to come from me. Yeah. 
And now you're impeding on my freedom because I didn't work so hard and like keep my life like so organized for it to like go to you who didn't or may not have done that. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's the point. But but in civil discourse, I think that can be realized. Yeah. But yeah. if we can't even agree on the facts and have civil discourse about it. Now you venture into the territory where, yeah, I want to just fucking punch you right in the face because I'm I'm telling <clears> you <throat> yeah. what I'm going through. Yes, I understand your plight of you wanting free this and free that. I get it. Yeah. But what I'm asking you is why does it have to come from me when I went a different route? Yeah, yeah. And now you're saying that I'm somehow selfish. No, that's not selfish. I've been responsible. That's not. It's two different things. Yeah, you you have choices. You have choices, and and you gotta choose wisely because there's a cause and an effect for, for everything. So, when you look at it that way, then you understand that you know you gotta be <laughs> on your p's and q's. And that's where I think the road to a possible civil war can begin because it really does start within within a nation. I feel like it really does start with a moral issue. Like there there's a lot of people out there, the conspiracy theorists and 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 different people that think that the civil war didn't happen because of slavery. But I've looked into this, I've read into it a lot and most historians agree that it did. Like like the main course and the main reason of civil war the civil war in this nation was based around slavery. It was it was a moral issue, and then obviously that tied into other things like economics and business and everything. Yeah. But it stemmed from a moral issue, yeah. and if anybody wants a quick little history lesson, it was the Republicans that fought for the freedom of slaves, which then the Democrats that wanted them to remain in slaves. So, if you didn't know that, let sit on that for a little bit. But um. But so that that's how things that's how things transpired. But it started from a civil issue or, or moral issue that couldn't be civilly resolved. There, you couldn't find the civil discourse, and actually, it really it was kind of a spiritual one too. And that's why whenever people, as much as like I fucks with and respect Bill Maher, whenever they kind of disregard the spiritual aspect of things. I am a little bit hesitant to like venture down that alley with them just because I know throughout the course of history yeah the the I'm not saying the religious aspect the the spiritual aspect because I do think that there's a difference the religious aspect of things is like when you get like that insane extreme islamist and 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 the extreme the insane extreme christianity that we've seen throughout history I'm not talking about that what I'm talking about is the spiritual aspect in terms of this is wrong. This is right. This needs to be fixed. Yeah. We need to do better. <clears throat> Not only that, but I think that's what made me gravitate towards The Hateful Eight as one of my top favorite Quentin Tarantino movies because that was really like the theme of the movie. And Quentin Tarantino, when interviewed about the movie, he's he's a big, he was a big uh, Western movie uh, fanatic. An enthusiast, and he said that, like, if you notice in the history of westerns, you had the John Wayne westerns, which was that that was kind of like glorifying like the Pleasantville 
America, the oh, the very, you know, this is the American way. Yeah. You got the American hero, the manly man. Yeah, yeah. And then as as history passed, then you had this Sergio Leone, more violent, more like looking into like, you know, a different side of humanity, and it was speaking in terms of like the Civil War mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And well, Quentin Tarantino's movie pretty much revolved around the whole like the post yeah yeah post civil war yeah post civil war and 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 then really like you can really apply racial relations from that movie to today's world and i feel that that's what he tried to do and 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 i mean to i mean i don't know if people have watched this movie but to say the least the two unlikely characters to team up you know what i'm saying the most out of the movie the two most unlikely yeah against the 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 real threat which was the evil, mm -hmm. you know, the snow kind of being like the, the hate almost, right? Like the, uh, that kept them confined in the house. And then like you saw that the two, the, the answer to winning and, and to, uh, to beating true evil was to team up, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I guess I, I feel like Quentin Tarantino made that movie to kind of answer the question of what what what's happening today when it comes to race relations, you know? Which is funny because it's funny that you say that because on my I have a playlist on on my phone uh you know on my on my Apple Music and on that playlist I have uh one of my playlists I have a bunch of playlists, but one of my playlists Actually, you know what? It might be interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the fans a, a, the some titles of my playlists, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna finish my point. So oh, one of my yes. playlists is titled Bars. So I mean, you one can imagine what that is. That's like bars, some of just my favorite rap tracks, like but like that have like hard hitting ass bars. Another playlist titled Beef. So I mean, you could imagine what that yes. is. One playlist called Chill Hop. That's like if I'm writing like late at night, I'm pensive, I'm thinking. It's hip hop, like, but it's like, you know, real chill. I got a Christmas playlist. I got Eminem playlist, a Fall Out Boy playlist. Gone. Gone is like more like, it's like about like, like sad, like love songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like relationship songs, you know. So if anybody like wants to know what songs are in this playlist, you can hit us up on Twitter and I'll be more than happy to like show you what songs are in the playlist. I have a Hobson playlist, a Jay-Z playlist, a Kanye West playlist. Believe it or not, a Latino playlist, which like rarely gets any listens. But I two have, songs in it. Right, I have one. A Linkin <laughs> Park playlist, a love playlist, which is like like pure love songs. A peace playlist, like like real peaceful, like mellow tracks. I have a Push Yourself playlist, which is like like kind of like my workout playlist. Nice. I have a rock out playlist, like, you know, obviously like some rock tracks that I fuck with. A sad playlist. So like on that one, I got songs like beautiful and like neon cathedral and like nice. real like yeah. chill like sad song i got an 80s playlist a ti playlist an untitled playlist which is like very random a 50 cent playlist a 2018 hip-hop awards playlist that coincides with a video that we did recently that i'm not sure we'll ever see the light of day but it does exist but yeah the playlist that i'm talking about in, in pertaining to the hateful eight is the scenic route playlist which this is a playlist that's full of like uh movie uh scores nice nice but in that playlist i have two songs that are back to back and one is called one is called they're both by ennio maricone which is like the guy that did the score for the hateful eight 
And one is called La Letre de Lincoln con Diologo. And the other one is La Letre de Lincoln Strumentale. So obviously that's Some Italian. Italian shit, but yeah. so like one is the with the dialogue and then one is just the instrumentation. Nice. And so and I always play this because the end this is the end of the movie. I'm gonna play it right now. I hope we don't get like flagged for copyright shit or anything, but <laughs> I doubt it. Because like I'm what Apple, just so you know, what I am doing is I am using this as a what's it called? What's, Educational. What, what no, but there's like a a particular term for like when you use copyrighted material, but like you're critiquing it. Um well we'll look it up, but yeah. That's what I'm doing. Oh, fair use. Well, yes. I'm using I'm using yeah. I'm using this under the guise of fair use because I'm talking about it. So, great ass shit. Amazing. Whose voice you heard saying that was the character in the movie who was probably the biggest racist against black people, referencing the character in the movie that was probably the biggest racist against white people. But it was because they 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 both fought on the opposite sides of of the of the civil war. And and I and I played that to show what you were saying. How, when you're faced with a real issue, not only do you get over whatever like petty hate you have, you come to like embrace and admire the people that you might have once hated. Because if you hear the way that he's reading that letter, and and in the movie, you see the way that he's reading that letter, and like at the point of of the movie where like that letter and the reading of that letter takes place. It kind of transcends like everything else. And, yeah, and yeah. there's like a sense of like, almost like brotherhood, almost yeah. like, you know what? Like we've, we've, we've went through all of this together and everything. And, you know, admiration. 
and everything like that. And that's my point is that in a situation like they were in, it took some crazy as like catastrophic as events for to like bring them together and and make them see that. And then, you know, him be able to read this letter that was given to him by Abraham Lincoln with such admiration. Now, whether or not like the letter from Lincoln is real or not, the movie like ventures into that and. There's a lot of like fan theory out there about that. And obviously, if you see the movie, like you'll kind of make your own decision about that. But it's whether it's real or not, it's kind of besides the point. The point of the matter is that it was read with like that degree of admiration and 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 positivity from a man that once hated this guy's guts. And you see that in the movie. And it took something like catastrophic to make that happen. Essentially, an allegory of the times. And really, like, what could be the solution? Exactly. But I feel like we shouldn't need something so catastrophic no. to make. Because we, we're in a position, a very privileged position, to to not need that. We just, let's just talk about it. Let's look at the facts. Let's be reasonable. And if somebody is spewing hate, don't ride with it, even if... It's on your side. And and, and yeah. that kind of goes back to when we talked about the Sasha Baron Cohen, who is America. And we talk, and, and that part where he, he goes to the one uh, segment where he goes to like that small town. And those people, they're all like real like right wing people. But they're saying like fucking horrendous ass Horrend- stuff. Yeah, racist shit. They're stupid. Like, yeah. with, like, like those are fucking morons. You can't ride with shit like you that. You can't ride with it. Exactly. Yeah. Just like, just like how, like, when, with the 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 guy with sending bombs, like Trump was like, "This is a crazy man. This yeah. is a fucking crazy person." You Fuck don't ride man. with whether it's your side or not. You wore a MAGA hat or not or whatever the case. Like, if it's stupid, if it's wrong, if it's crazy, but we have to be able to civilly recognize that on our sides. Whether you're on the opposite yeah. side of the aisle, you have to recognize it on your side. And distance yourself from it so that the civil discourse can happen because it really is the fringe that's that's standing in the way of yeah. the civil discourse. It's the fringe. It's those teachers that that blocked us on Instagram that when I just simply pose a question about why are you could she post she posted a picture is like, oh, I'm so proud of this generation or something along those lines. We talked about it yeah. in an episode. Yeah. And and then I, I I I reached out and I was like, well, like, why are you so proud of this generation? Because you know, there's actually like a lot of negative about this generation. Yeah. And you're just what proud because they're saying guns are bad. Like, I don't think that's anything to be proud of. In fact, I think that's kind of ignorant. Oh, blocked. Like, you are causing yeah. the, the 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 negativity because you're you're an educator. If anybody is pro, if anybody should be pro civil discourse, it should be it should you. Be you. Yeah, yeah. It should be you, and 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 you should be more than willing to have your like thoughts challenged. Absolutely, and 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 want that that to happen because that's how you really get to the truth. Or you get to challenge yourself to be like, oh, well, am I really right or am I wrong? You know, and that's at the end of the day what you really want. You want the truth to come out and and then when, when, once you know the, the truth then you know where you have to get to not oh I, I don't like what you're saying I'm not going to debate it I'm not going to challenge myself blocked which is probably the most cowardly thing that you could do being a teacher 
You teach. That's your job. Right. Like, like you what should you, be used to all kind of questions, all yeah. kind of disagreements, advancing yourself, new knowledge, new information constantly. But that clearly wasn't the case. Yeah. Sad, sad, sad. So transitioning into our next topic, Iggy Azalea was recently offered a porn offer. They, they, so I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was like a porn website or a magazine or whatever the case. Saw a video on World Star. This guy was sarcastically commenting on it and saying how, well, I mean, if you just look at Iggy Azalea, nothing about her says porn star. Everything says about her says that she's working on rhymes, trying to give you a dope ass, personal, real ass, great ass album. Which he's obviously being sarcastic because as he was saying all of that, it was he was saying that in a video next to a picture of her in like pink panties and a bra yeah. and one where she was like totally butt naked. But it was like a profile pic. So like you didn't get like the, the full detail of of her nudity. Now. Doesn't Iggy Azalea have the right to be upset does she have the right to say no? She does have the right to say no. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you don't want to do porn? Don't fucking do porn. I would even venture and say that she has the right to be upset. But what she does not have the right to do is be surprised that you put yourself out there as a twerking, ass hanging out, naked, just everywhere. You're not even really, you're known more for your ass than you are for your rhymes. And somehow, like, you're surprised or, like, this caught you off guard that, like, a website or, or a periodical or some porn guy offered you to, like, do porn? Like, why is that? Why does that I, I found you the actual guard? tweet. So, <clears throat> and I guess this comes because I did hear this, that she, she's unsigned now. Okay. So, she's happy. So, she tweets, I'm officially unsigned. Why do you spend so long trying to get in a record deal? Never thought I'd be so elated to be out of one. Now I'm free to release whatever kind of music I like whenever I'd like. Woo! And then Bang Bros <laughs> tweets back and says, You should sign with us. Ass Parade would never be the same. And I guess that upsets her. But I mean, come on. How many videos is she fucking twerking that ass? Or pictures. Yeah, pictures. But I, you have a... Doesn't she have a song with J-Lo and all they're doing is like, Rubbing against each other in the nude and twerking? Does she? I I'm, I don't know. I think she does. And I love that video. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, you can't be mad. Like, this is how you sell yourself. This, this, is, what you, this is what you do. And really, like, the, the people that are notorious for this is all these, like, all these Hollywood... I mean, rappers right now are, are notorious for that. Like, they just, they, they become this image. You have tattoos all over your face. You got women's clothing. You got purses. You got this. You got that. And, and then the female rappers, you got Nicki Minaj. You got Iggy. Uh, you got Cardi B. And you got that ass hanging. And, and you're talking about all this freak shit. So, of course, of course they're going to treat you like that. What do you... You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you what do you think? What What are your thoughts on women like that 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 play that role, talk that shit, but then get presented with a real offer, and then it's oh no 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 no. I I think that you're not 
I think you, you really what you're doing is you're selling an image and you're not and you're selling your soul to get to where you want to get, which to me is is really like the the problem right now is like a lot of people don't take don't take accountability. Mm-hmm. They don't take the accountability for their for what they contribute and what type of image that they put out. You scream, oh, I'm a feminist, oh, I'm this, oh, I'm that, but then you don't really look at what, what you're doing. Like, you're you're selling yourself, you're prostituting yourself, because that's what you're doing, like, and, and, and like, you get mad when people treat you that way? It goes back to the whole slut, slut walk thing. Like, don't get mad that you're slut walking and you got that ass out, them titties out. Guys are loving what they're seeing, but then... They're not gonna. They're not trying to marry you. You know what I'm saying? They're just or trying they to hit. Even, or they don't even like put you very high, like on the value. Yeah, scale. yeah. It's they don't. Like, they don't value you like they would value a, a a housewife, which you are completely repulsed with. You're you're repulsed with being looked at as a housewife. So what? What if they're repulsed at like you? being a housewife you know what i'm saying or, or being a wife which is so which is so great that you brought up housewife because i don't know if you remember uh and I, I i i do believe it was on chris rock's tambourine and vincent and i were having a conversation about this last night when we were driving back from donnell's party and we were talking about alpha females because we you know we talk about alpha males a lot and like beta males a lot and like we we ventured into that topic quite a bit and a lot of people it's funny they weren't that i know that listen to the show that have talked to me about it they weren't even really aware of like the whole alpha beta thing when it came to males they they've told me that like it's something that we've presented to them and you know they were obviously like grateful for the information or whatever the case you just there's just like a little caveat but uh anyway last night we were talking about alpha females and that and it was a pretty interesting conversation and vincent was telling me how this uh girl that he knew that was like pretty smart pretty well educated uh, a little bit older, not like an old lady, but like I would say like in her mid thirties or whatever the case was telling him how an alpha female is a housewife. And he was like, man, I'm surprised to hear you say that considering the fact that you're, you know, you're, you're educated, you work this and that. And it's funny because Chris Rock said something along those same lines in tambourine, I believe where he talked about how, yeah, it's one thing if like you're out there, you're working and you're hustling and you're doing all of that like on your own and you're you're getting it on your own. But isn't it pretty alpha to have like a motherfucker doing it for you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's crazy because we don't look at it like that. And I definitely know the feminist movement doesn't look at it like that. Yeah. But it it's interesting and like Chris Rock also like brought up the question of you go to work and all that shit you think that that's your house? No, that's her house. She's there all the time. Like you're there way less than she is. Yeah. That's her house. Yeah. Like you're <laughs> you're working to like pay for her house. Yeah. If you if shit don't work out, guess who's moving? You are, motherfucker, and Goodbye. you're still paying for it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So but now, granted, with a lot, with all of that, there, there, there's also some caveats. The caveats is that 
I mean, if you're a smart guy and you're reasonable and you're logical, she's also doing her part too. Yeah. yeah. And and ideally speaking, she would you would want her to be happy about doing her part. Which in a relationship, that's part of it. Like there's gonna be compromise and, and certain responsibilities. Yeah. That's that's regardless as to like housewife or not. Yeah. But that's my point is like so many of these like slut walkers and and like these feminists or whatever the case they look at that situation like it's so bad and and that and kind of going back to the the whole pleasantville thing that i watched recently in the movie i feel like the overall um lesson that the the movie tries to 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 put out is that the way that things are in Pleasantville were like very old, antiquated, and and people weren't happy about it. Yeah. And then and then that's when like the color starts getting introduced, and the women yeah. are like more sexually liberated and and everything like that. That's like the imagery that it tries to to perpetuate. Okay. And maybe to some degree, there, there's like some truth to that, and to some degree, maybe maybe there is validity to it. But on the flip side of it, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure because I think like when the family unit was more intact, kids yeah. were better. That's where I was gonna go into exactly because that's like you don't see that anymore. That doesn't exist anymore. And 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 uh, it it reminds me. I don't know if you've seen this video on World Star about Steve Harvey. This is like Steve Harvey keeping it all the way real. No, I didn't see it. And, and and like this girl, she so she she's in the audience. You know, it's like a, Hey Steve, I think it's called the, the segment. Okay. Where they ask, and this girl's like, "All right, so I had a fiance. He had proposed to me, and about like you know a month a month before we got married, he he got cold feet, and we ended up postponing the wedding. And then he kind of like stepped back and said like, well, let's not get married for now.' And I ended up just canceling the wedding, and now he's been texting me. He's been texting me, and and I haven't been answering his texts. And then she's like, "Why is he trying to to message me if he doesn't want to be with me?" Because my wish was always to be a wife and a mother, uh, uh, you know, and have kids, a wife and have kids. So then Harvey was like. So, so Harvey, man, Steve Harvey, like, cause I, I don't know what, what radio station it is sometimes in the mornings. I'll be hearing him talk. He's, he has some gems. Yeah. That dude, he's that dude, he's that, a smart guy. Yeah. He, he's There's, a real, cause and I, a hardworking ass guy. Oh, hell yeah. Hardworking ass motherfucker. Yeah. He's, he's, I, I, I respect Steve Harvey. Yeah. There's one thing about Steve Harvey that he did in his career that I didn't totally respect, but it's kind of a, it's like a, a lighthearted thing, but go ahead and then I'll, I'll get into that. Okay. But um and I and I can't think of the radio station that sometimes he'll he'll be giving them examples or whatever. You know, like little little like I guess advice for people. But I mean, hey Steve is kind of the same thing. So so he's like, "All right, well, I think you might be making a mistake." Is not answering his you might you know, not answering his text messages. He's like, "You said you're you guys are 27 years old. Does he have a does, does he have the job that he wants?" Uh, and and then she's like, no. Does 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 he have a savings account? Oh, Steve's about to get there. And she's like, no. Like, All right, cool. And he's and and then and then uh, what, what does he say? He's like, um, I bet when he proposed to you, 
it was so perfect. It was so perfect, wasn't it? And then she's like, yeah. And it's like, he did it just the right way. Everything just, just for you. And then she starts getting teary-eyed. She's like, man, I'm going to cry. And he's like, no, no, don't cry. He's like, this is, this is just, hey, Steve. <laughs> so everyone starts laughing or whatever. It's like, he's like, he got cold feet because he doesn't really see a way that he can provide for you. He doesn't really see like how, like, getting married and giving you what you want because you said that you want to be a wife and a mother and all this stuff, have kids. He's not seeing, like right now, he doesn't have that for you. He doesn't see that in the future. So of course he's going to get cold feet because he wants to give you that because that's the reason he proposed because he loves you. He's like, so I think you might be making a mistake of giving him a limit. What He's like, how, how long have you been engaged? He's like, six months. He's like, what's to you to, to wait a year and a half? And see what what he could do, you know. And, and and then he's like, you know, like you don't know what he's going through. He's like, you, you women have a biological clock. He's like, a man has a um a financial clock. He's like that. That's how men operate. And then, and then like she was just like, she, like she got cleaned up by a Steve Harvey suit wearing <laughs> nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, like he completely <laughs> flipped, man. I was like, whoa. Oh, so he's like, and he's like, I think you might be throwing. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> anybody- <laughs> Greatest shit. To anybody that doesn't like get the reference, you gotta check out the 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 story of added on, right? By push it. Yeah. <laughs> But Pusha T, <laughs> Pusha T has like a diss line, because because like about, that, that talking about Drake's dad like wearing those like long ass like fucking unstylish shoots like they're like Steve Harvey suits because he does, Steve Harvey really doesn't wear the most stylish shoots <laughs> no. and it's like he's like and it's like uh well he was birthed by a Steve Harvey suit wearing nigga and so obviously that was Steve Harvey I was like she got cleaned up by a Steve Harvey suit wearing oh yeah <laughs> and she did because because then he's like yeah he's like you might be throwing away a very good man and he's like I think you guys should sit down talk things out and game plan and dude I was like god damn that was a gem but but see the thing is it's like that's some real ass shit and I feel that that like throughout this whole you know like it's cool if you want to work or if you want to do whatever the hell you want to do as a woman you have the right to but let's not sit here and let's not be fake about the thing about the situation and, and, and what how the family unit is now the family unit is the most broken that I've seen. Yeah, it's deteriorating. You know, like like obviously, from from the time I was a little kid till now, it's completely different. I can only imagine watching stuff like Pleasantville, watching stuff like in the sixties, fifties, forties, seventies. Like it's progressively so gotten worse. Different. Yeah, so different. And, and it's like being a housewife is is not necessarily a bad thing because like my mom was a housewife. And and you know what? She was there a hundred percent of the time. Like and and see, that did help in a lot of realms. Like my dad focused on, hey, I'm I'm gonna bring in the money. You guys are in the house. Don't worry about the food. Don't worry about any resources. I want you to make sure that my kids are safe, and that they're doing their the, school. Yeah, work. they're exactly. And and you know what? Like we all turned out. Great. So obviously the result, and, and I always, and I, and the, yeah. the the day that like like you and my me and your dad were talking, and like, and I've told you this before, like your parents have a lot to be proud of because very few people in our neighborhood 
did all three siblings or like multiple siblings come out good? Yeah. Like either one of them is dead or like in jail. Like it very, yeah. that was like not a very like common thing to see. Yeah. And, and, and you see that because obviously the stability is there. That's not to say that, you know, a single parent can't raise a kid. But what I'm saying is like, it's that family. Yeah. The it's family unit. Hell yeah. And like, and the thing is, it's, it is a little bit, you know, it, it's kind of like playing the tambourine. Everyone has a, a instrument, so you, so you, you not everyone's gonna be a lead singer. You know, I've seen situations where sometimes the mom works and the dad has to because the dad can't work. They make it work, but the thing is, at the end, it's always been about the family unit. And more and more societies just kind of not not fucking with the whole family unit thing, and they're not really. And I think that that that's not necessarily a good thing, you know, or or, or they're letting the kids parent themselves or, or decide what's good what's 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 right what's wrong you're a child what the fuck do you know about gun rights what the fuck do you know about your sexuality what the fuck do you know you don't know shit you're, you're on your iphone you know fucking taking advice from fucking kevin gates <laughs> you know what I'm saying? trippy red or some shit like you don't know what the fuck's going on you don't yeah. even know who the your role model should be or what the answers really are, and that's where the parents have to take charge. Not schools, not teachers, not someone else. It's like the parents, and 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 that's a big thing. And it's so funny because what I'm about to say now is about to transition into the Ariana Grande song "Thank You" next. But before you see, like in shows like Pleasantville, well. Pleasantville wasn't an actual show. It's a movie about uh, one of those old shows. But you see it like in old movies like A Wonderful Life and the Andy Griffith show and even like Happy Days and shit like that. That the younger women were, the more intent they were on like finding their soulmate. It was like something that you did like while you're young, like. You know, like the high school love, the high school sweetheart. Like it was pretty much you hit puberty. Maybe you date a little bit. And like the dating wasn't like, oh, I'm sucking this dude's dick. And this dude is fucking me in the ass. Like I'm like, no, no, no. It was we're going to the drive-in and like we're maybe holding hands. Yeah. And and now I know I sound like like real like old, like I'm living in the past and everything like that. Like like I want to like open up a nostalgia shop. No, that's not what, what I'm I'm trying to aim at. Which nostalgia shop reminds me of the movie Midnight in Paris, which Owen yeah. Wilson's character like wishes he could like live in the past. You ever yeah. seen that one? That's yeah. kind of good too. It and it kind of correlates with what we're talking about. But anyway, what I'm saying is like it was like a younger thing to like kind. Of, it was a thing that women wanted to do and men kind of wanted to do to find their soulmate like early on. It was like yeah. early on, let's find this, let's make it happen, let's start building a life together, and that's why. Now, like people are having kids much later, but back in the day, people like at twenty five, they were starting their family already. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that that was different. Now it's it's a lot different. So how this transitions into like the 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 Ariana Grande song is because you had that versus us now what you get. Things representative of the Ariana Grande song, like Thank You Next, where essentially in the song, she's like talking about going through like a slew of men. <laughs> yeah. 
and and then like it seems like she's talking about women in there so like not only a slew of men a slew of women doing all kind of shit and now this is the thing this is the thing where it gets like very interesting she gets real muddy it gets real muddy we've already expressed that you fully have the right to do that you have the right to do that but this is the problem that I have with that song in particular and that Reddit thread that I came across made it very evident and the guys that were commenting on it like made some very valid points. In the song, after she goes through the slew of guys and after she goes through like what seems to be that that woman or whatever, she talks about walking down the aisle, getting married. There's this thing that the MGTOW guys... They call the wall. I don't know if you're familiar with the wall. It's not Trump's wall, like like on the southern border. It, what they call the wall is, yeah. it's essentially where like women physically and and uh, biologically, in terms of like child reproduction, they hit a peak. Yeah. It, like so, essentially, what they're referencing it is like you're fucking speeding, speeding, speeding. Boom. You hit a wall. Yeah. And what they say is that right before the women hit the wall, and, we're, and like there's a lot of studies that 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 are that are substantiating these claims, is when they're like, "All right, well now I'm ready to find the one. No. Now I'm ready to find the one." But the problem with that is, and that's why you one may argue that the MGTOW movement even exists, is that so? What you're saying now is that. The slew of guys, thank you, next, thank you, next, thank you, next, thank you, next. The slew of guys were able to, like, do whatever the fuck they wanted with you. All of that. But now, that like, you're hitting that peak where the younger girl, she's tighter than you. She looks better than you. Yeah. She's even more fertile than you. Yeah. It's like, oh, now it's I want to get married and all of that. Because now, you what, you, what happens is you sound like an opportunist. Yeah. You don't sound... Like a morally sound or spiritual woman, you sound like an opportunist. You sound like a woman that is like, listen, I'm on the fucking downslope, and I better grip me something while I still can because it's because time. It, it it the time the time is fucking now. Yeah. And then there's women, there's women, there's women <laughs> that play the fucking game, and they play it late, and then they downslope, and then they never get anybody, and they downslope more, and they downslope more. And then, and it's like, you're fucking, you're now you're getting procedures done to your face and you look like a cat lady and like, I can't smile. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. All this shit on my and, face. And now you really played the game bad. Yeah. Like you really <laughs> fucked up. Like, you know, I'm like this chick, she jumped out of the car, like right before she hit the wall. Like she was speeding, speeding, speeding. She jumped out of the car right before she hit the wall. And now the problem is. Is that that like the the girls that are influenced by a song like that and listen to songs like that and think that's the way that you go about things? Yeah. Not only are you setting them up to be unhappy, but you're setting them up to be unhappy down the road when yeah. it really matters, when happiness really matters. Because the truth of the matter is, and this is, might be a little bit of a like a controversial statement, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I think the younger you are. Happiness matters less. And what I mean by that is trying to live when, when you're younger, when, when when you're younger, it takes I think it takes less to make you happy. Yeah. I like remember when we were younger, 
it's like like when I when I when I started driving, shit, us going to the movies was like yeah. that made the night. You know what I'm saying? Or or like we would Fucking remember remember how happy we would be when like when I would buy like one of those new cassettes from Walgreens and then I would like record like the G Unit songs on the cassette because my car had oh, a cassette. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you look now, and if I went, if I told you right now, hey man, hey fam, like I just got a, a blank cassette from Walgreens, you would be like, okay, like I didn't even. You'd probably be more astonished at the fact that they still make those, versus back then, <laughs> me saying I got a blank cassette that was like, damn, like he's about to put some great ass shit on yeah. this cassette. We're gonna jam out. It reminds me of that part in a uh, Good Kid, Mad City. It was like, I got I got a beat CD. Yeah. And then they put it in, and the song Ah Ring King King, yeah, like that freestyle. That's like that was our childhood, exactly. Or like, or like when we were recently in Merida, and like the car that we were driving around, it didn't have an auxiliary port. Yes, and like you put in like those CDs that I made like what three, four years yeah. ago. It it made it made it it made us happy because like the resource, the resource wasn't there to yeah. like. But so that's my point is like when you're younger, it takes less to make you happy. And so it's. I would imagine that happiness when you're younger is a little less important in the, in terms of you doing what you got to do to obtain happiness because it's easier to come by. Yeah, yeah. Whereas when you get older, it's more important. Like when you get older, your health, being healthy will make you happy. Having yeah. money will make you happy. Having resource, opportunity, freedom, all of that will make yeah. you happy. Having some status makes you happy. It takes a lot more. All that shit that I just mentioned, when you're a kid, you don't even think about that shit. Yeah. Even the parallels, because I was, I was kind of, uh, when we were talking about like, uh, I think it was yesterday. Yesterday or the day before, we were talking about how like, no wonder so many people in Hollywood are so sad and depressed and lonely and we were talking about how like on the trip we just had a blast we were fucking talking shit doing this we went and bought a fucking we bought some tacos the shit was like so cheap because it's mexico it was like like for four or five guys it was like eight bucks it was like what you know what i'm saying like we're having fun we're and, and you said something you said man it was like the trip you can't have a trip like this unless it's with like your close friends like it's just it's one of those things and then but that's because that's genuine. Like, we're just, hey, man, we made it. Like, we're taking a vacation somewhere outside of the country. We're enjoying life. Like, god damn, life is good. As opposed to a motherfucker who's, like, rich out of his mind, but doesn't have really anybody. Right. You know, like like that Kanye West song <laughs> the, the on uh, 808s and Heartbreak, uh, Welcome what, to Heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like you have resources up to wazoo but you're not really happy because you don't have that exactly and the problem like going back to the ariana grande song is that what you're essentially encouraging people to do is sacrifice their happiness later for some degree of like what might be like a pseudo fulfillment right now and you're really totally negating like things that have been done in the past that have kind of worked. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you really happy by riding the dick carousel as as they called it in 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 that in that thread that I found fucking hilarious? <laughs> the dick like, carousel. Like, does riding the dick carousel like really make you happy? Because if it is, if yeah. it is, if it is making you happy right now, like I said, you have the right to do that. 
But now what happens? When that wall comes. What ha- exactly. What happens when the wall comes and the dick carousel is not moving as fast as it is? Or maybe yeah. it's not moving at all. Maybe it's not moving at all because the dick carousel is more interested in like that 23-year-old, 24-year-old with like the tight body like that's showing her ass on Instagram. That's what the dick carousel is interested in. So now, now what? Yeah, yeah. Now what? Now, while you were writing the dick carousel, that was less time studying. That was less time. And then that was less time creating a bond with somebody that if you were studying or studying together or working or investing, you would have grown and studied with that person. Just some food for thought. Oh, yeah. Think about that. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week. The show does continue to grow because you guys listen every week. We love it. Uh, We love you. Thank you so much. We are on Spotify. So if you listen to Spotify, you know anybody that listens to Spotify, you want to share the episodes. You want to share this show with your friends, your cousins, your granny, anybody that wants to listen to some real good stuff, share with them. We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple. We're on Google. All that. Rate and review. It helps us a lot. And obviously, if you're not ready, subscribe. Subscribe so you get the episode as soon as we drop it. And then you can follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. December is going to be a big month. We got music coming out. We're going to get into a li- uh, we're going to get into a little bit more detail about that as the month goes on. But just stay uh, up to date on Twitter and and everywhere else. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.